Hey everybody, welcome or welcome back to In A Perfect World where we talk about people's biggest dreams and their creative journeys. Joining me today, we have entrepreneur Jonathan. How you feeling? I'm blessed, I can't complain. I'm blessed, you know? That's Another good. Day. I'm happy to have you on here. Like, I feel like I have a lot of entrepreneurs that come on, but I feel like you really get into like the nitty gritty yeah. of entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. like the numbers and how stuff works. So I'm really excited to pick your brain today. So um, before we hop into it, can you give me like a short synopsis of what your business is about and what you do? Okay, yeah, for sure, for sure. Main thing, like you said, my name is Jonathan, serial entrepreneur, creative speaker. Um, I do, I say mainly three businesses I have. Uh, one exclusive kicks, mm -hmm. mainly sneaker reselling business, 100% um, authentic sneakers, um, you know, your Jordans, your Nikes, your Yeezy, things like that. I have youth entrepreneurship programs okay. where I teach youth um, how to start their own business just through the skills or passion they have um, in themselves. And I have a, a music label that I'm starting up, e &R Entertainment, where we look to uplift, um, you know, underrepresented voices in the music and entrepreneurial industry. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like that. It's a lot of different things. And your, um, your youth business kind of your way of, like, giving back to the community and, you know, teaching them what you learned and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Exactly. Because I get a lot of questions. They always ask me, you know, I want to start my own business. I wish we learned this in school, so I did my first camp this summer, and it went great. They loved it, you know, so that's something I'm trying to, like, build on. How long was your camp? Uh, it was a week. Oh, my know? gosh. Yeah, it had a week. It was at my high school where I went to school at, um, and I had about, like, three three students that signed up, and they loved it, you know, taught them everything, had them do a little pitch and everything, so it was good. It was <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. How, how frequently do you plan to um, do, like, your camp? <sighs> that's the thing. I'm trying to figure that out now just because okay. my work schedule, I want to do it at least... I'm talking summertime, at least once a year. If I can do it more, yeah. But I'm, you know, still trying to figure it out though. Okay. With my schedule. That's exciting. And your your music label. You into music? Yes. You play music? I do not play music, but I have a lot of friends that are in music, and um, I see a good opportunity in it right now. Okay. So I'm just trying to capitalize off that and just, you know, I, I feel like businesses should be started off something you're passionate about or you have an interest or have you know people partners around you you know what i mean yeah absolutely mm -hmm. oh my god this will be a good episode like my brain already is like opened up yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so um let's get into it so in a perfect world what is it that you do to like support your lifestyle and like mm -hmm. what do you want to get out of entrepreneurship what's the vision what do you see okay. for yourself yeah the vision i'll say long term retire by like 40 for sure yes. um and you know be able to live off of my passion what i like to do um what i mean by retire just really do what I love for a living and be able to make money off of it. Um, be with friends and family, spend a lot of time doing that and just give back, you know, pour into my nieces, my nephews, younger generation. Um, just enjoy, like be able to wake up and be happy to yeah. go to work, you know, not be like, oh, I gotta go to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> just be able to be happy. Yeah, yeah I feel mean. that. That's mm -hmm. like, that's one of the foundations I have around like in a perfect world is being able to wake up and do what you love mm -hmm. and like, build a lifestyle and a career off of that like exactly. i think that is the coolest thing ever like yeah. that's something i definitely aspire to do so um tell me about your um tell me about how you got started with your business like what okay. was the initial idea and how are you expanding upon that okay for sure um i would say it all started really when i was about 12 you know with the sneakers i always enjoy you know collecting sneakers buying sneakers things like that mm -hmm. um camping out but i remember specifically in like seventh Nah, nah, like sixth grade, you know, I see my friends coming to school with these Jordans and everything. I'm like, how do y'all get these cool shoes? <laughs> so I did research and um, it was hard. I had to camp out. I would stand 10, 12 hours in lines Ooh. up at the boulevard when, you know, stores were still there and waiting in line. Right. <laughs> um, 
And over time, I just really, you know, I was able to get my first pair of shoes and then I would wear them a lot. And I just realized, you know, once I was done, I was able to sell them even for what I purchased them for or maybe a little less, but I was able to get some money out of it. Right. So I realized, you know, these hold some type of value. And um, I just kept up to date on the market over the next couple of years. And um, like when I was 12, my mom put me in my first like pitch competition, entrepreneurship camp. Dang. And um, that's was my first business. It was John Summer Spot. It was a summer uh, video game camp for, for young boys. Um, and I won like second place. I won like $500. Mm. And I just bought a PS3 though. I didn't really do <laughs> nothing 12? with it. Yeah, oh at 12. My God. I was up there sweating <laughs> and all that. But you know, it really kind of just grew on me. And I didn't really look at it like that. But long term, I'm like, wow, you know, I've been doing this for a minute. Um, so that's kind of how I got it started. And um, from there, just buying and selling sneakers. And then I would have friends. Can you get these shoes for me? Can you get that for me over time? And I really just learned more about the business. Did my research on sneakers. Studied the market. Um, started investing into it. And really big ups to my mom. You know, she helped me create my logo and my poster. And she really just put that seed in me. And I just kind of took it from there. Honestly. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like, at 12 years old, for her to put you in, like, an entrepreneur mm -hmm. camp, she saw something in you. Yeah. She was like, hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing the way you think and seeing the way you, like, um, look at certain things and how you're interested in market and she put you into that She really did like fuel mm -hmm. the fire for you. That's major. Yeah, both my parents are entrepreneurs So I kind of see it from an early age and my aunt's an entrepreneur too So I would go with my aunts to a lot of pop-up events. She would sell home decor So I would help her set up um, sell people negotiate things like that So I saw all this from a young age and um, you know, I went into like a couple years ago when I realized I was doing all this when I was younger and I right. kind of <laughs> imitate it now and I'm like wow It's crazy what you see when you're younger it really makes a difference you know yeah it definitely mm -hmm. does yeah. so how has running a business changed you like mm -hmm. running your business and seeing certain patterns or certain actions um showing up in like your personal life mm -hmm. i would definitely say just good bus business ethics um doing good business uh responding on time really creating a business plan writing out your, your business um discipline for sure mm. consistency having discipline you don't really want to do it um but you still got customers that's you know reaching out you dropping this weekend what you getting what's, what's in you <laughs> right. know, they kind of hold me accountable at times too because mm -hmm. i slack sometimes too but then someone asks me about some shoes and it kind of just get me jump started again you know um but i would say the major the major difference is consistency discipline um you know and just knowing you gotta get up and make the money you know it's not a regular job like someone paying you you gotta if you don't work you won't eat you know right so that kind of how i would say would change me yeah that's real. that's something i definitely need to focus on yeah. is discipline i was just talking about that with somebody else like personally like if i don't if i don't feel like doing something mm -hmm. i'm gonna find every excuse in the uh, book every excuse I in the know. book oh i can't do it it's raining i can't do it uh it's hot outside it's hard it's hard <laughs> it it's not is. easy it's not easy yeah and it's yeah. good that you like got that from such a young age that's something like i, I feel like i didn't really have to I didn't really need discipline when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So now being older, I'm trying to like navigate that and figure yeah. out like, you know, how I'm going to get stuff done. Okay. So I want to talk about a setback that you had recently this year mm -hmm. um, on your graduation day. So um, of course, graduation day, you get to walk the stage and um, just good energy all around. You get your diploma um, and in the midst of your graduation dinner. Mm -hmm your car is broken into. Mm -hmm. And not only did they take things, you know, that help you run your business, to help you fund your business, yeah. but they took your diploma. Yeah. And that right there would have just thrown me for a loop because it's like, college is already like difficult. Yeah. 
difficult. It take a lot, take a lot of time and a lot of energy. So, um, how did that affect you? Like, mm -hmm. how did that affect you in the moment and even the moments after that? Okay, yeah, for sure. Like you said, yeah, that was um graduation day. I went out to eat with my peoples, and I walk outside and like I open my door and I'm like, is my window like open? Mm -hmm. I could, I didn't believe it at first, but then I was like, damn, I don't realize glass everywhere. I'm like, dang, someone realized. And I mean, it was broad daylight out in Bowie. Broad daylight, you know, and I'm like, dang, really, people really doing this? But um, in the moment, I was kind of in shock because I see it happening so often around me, mm -hmm. but to have it actually happen to you, it hit a little different. Um, and I def it definitely hurt a lot, you know. It really hit on my way home. I was driving with the window broken back <laughs> to the crib, you know, and just, you know, just thinking about all the hard work. I had a hard drive in there that I had a lot of work on lot of content that I've been building up past years years of content bro and that's just gone now um you know I should have I said a couple of tears not gonna lie yeah I did yeah. um but you know it, it kind of just definitely filled me in the end um I still went out that night hung out with the with the fellas and oh, stuff okay. turned up you know, I had it's still graduation I'm right not, I wasn't gonna let it deter me or anything like that um but it definitely did hurt and I just took some time to reflect um a little bit um but you know like I said life I like to say life don't stop people do you know, we still got to get into work, um, but it definitely did hurt. And um, but I really appreciate Bowie for um, really supporting me. You know, they bought me a new laptop, a new iPad, um, and really just showed love. And it's just blessed to have a community, you know, family and friends that really you know look out for me and support me. Um, and I had graduation, my graduation party the day after, so it was still good vibes. I'm not gonna lie, like it hit me a little bit, but you know, after a week, it kind of sometimes I still be forgetting it happened. For real? Yeah, I forget. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, they did. Like I just forget. I'm still like hustle up like you know i'm on to the next thing that's good you know, yeah. that's good because um you never think it can be you you know as many stories as you see you'd be like oh that'll never be me like mm -hmm. i'm out the way it don't matter how out the way you are like it, it don't it don't i got a um i got a friend too his like three four weeks prior his car got stolen out of his apartment garage like we're like broken to his window and stole his whole car and he had to get another one and it's just like people be broke yeah. <laughs> they be broke and they just take they don't want to work for nothing and they really just you know just open my mind up to that and it's just like it's crazy people, it's crazy out here yeah people they do what they feel like they gotta do to you make know? it and yeah. it's sad because it's it's a lot of our youth mm -hmm. it'd be the young people it's not the the 25 26 year olds you no more it's 16 17 18 i'm like i'm like all this skill y'all using to hack these cars y'all can go get a computer science degree or something use that for something else but we always gonna have that. You always gonna have people like that. You know what I mean? Always. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait. At this point, have they like found? No. Is that like out the window at this point? Oh yeah. That's you know the police officers. They don't care. They 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 pulled up. They was I'm not gonna lie. They was actually pretty quick. They yeah. pulled up. Just did a little police report. And um, yeah. I sent out my serial number. Funny thing about that though. Like okay. So I didn't even mention this though. But like it's like a week a week after it happened my iPad pinged and it was at a it was at an apartment somewhere I forgot what city but it was like 20 30 minutes away so I'm like I called the fella I'm like hey pull up let's go I pulled <laughs> up ready. to that yeah I pulled up to my mom let's go I pulled up to that jump and I'm looking on my phone and um it's, it's it says it's in the apartment like in the back of it so I'm walking around you know what I mean I'm, uh -huh. I'm seeing if it if it if it move around I called the police to pull up but of course they can't really do nothing on it um, they, they knock on a couple doors and just be like, hey, y'all know anybody got an iPad or anything? Which, you know, nobody going to say nothing. Right. Um, so I stayed out there for a couple total hours, not going to lie. Just had to wait to see. But I couldn't find nothing. And it's like I can just, even if I did knock on the door, they ain't going to be like, oh, yeah, 
I took your stuff. Oh, you're right. Oh, um, yeah. I broke into yeah, your car, sir. You know what I mean? So I just let it go from there. And then oh, I'll say a month later, <laughs> the iPad ping again. And guess where that joint was? It was already out in, like, Taiwan. Like, out the country, bro. Like, I'm like, what? Like, so they sold it, got rid of it. No, the, the second place, it was at Iverson Mall. It went to Iverson Mall. So I guess they Bruh. dropped it off there. And then they say I know it's in Taiwan. Like, that joint was gone. So, so, I'm just like, yeah. so, you know, um, I was telling you about my phone. I lost my phone out in L.A. Mm -hmm. And something similar happened to me. Like, mm -hmm. I lost my phone, and two weeks later, it popped up in China. Oh. And, of course, I got the location. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, <laughs> they like what the hell? It's a business, man. Bro, but, yeah. like, whoever had the phone kept sending me like these spammy text messages mm -hmm. unlock your phone unlock same your phone. i got an email like in the morning too they try to unlock it i was like god bless apple because they got what are y'all doing uh, they try <laughs> i changed my number and everything i was like i'm not i'm not dealing with that because yeah. it was really getting out of pocket mm -hmm. like right now asking me to unlock the phone i'm like i'm not unlocking yeah, the phone you know bro I mean? like, obviously y'all took it like <laughs> it ain't yours like. moving into something a little more positive because sure. you know that's in the past right um, what's been a memorable moment or a milestone that you're super proud of? Like, mm. wow, I really did that. Like, that's me. <laughs> Definitely, I say it's two. Mm -hmm. Definitely, um, my first pitch. Well, I was in my first, my second pitch competition at Bowie, mm -hmm. Bowie State. Went in the first place for that. That was definitely a memorable moment. I'm grateful for that. Um, just because it kind of just propelled my career and. You know, it really just, um, I don't know the word, snowballed everything after yeah. and what I was doing. And the reason for that, just because I was really able to showcase my skills and I really just surprised myself, you know, just being able to be on stage and pitch an idea to a group of people and kind of have them understand it, um, having questions and feedback and having them believe in me to where they gave me, you know, money to invest into my business. Oh my um, gosh. That's definitely a memorable moment because that's not easy. Um, for sure that... And then I said the second one is this past internship I had this summer uh, with Department of Energy. That was that was so fire. Like I I was grateful for that. Um, just because it was it was so many people that applied and I was able to get in. Um, one out of fifteen students, you know, and mm. I was in there and I was the only business student, you know, um, in there. Everybody else was like engineers, STEM majors, so it was a little bit competitive. And I had to learn the technology, but you know, I went up in the second place for that. Um, okay. So and you know, Department of Energy pretty big, like you know what I mean. So. It was cool. That was definitely, I would say, my top two memorable moments um, as far as, yeah, I'll take it right now. Yeah. Was, mm -hmm. So, um, the first competition, was that like a, was it like an ongoing competition? Like, mm -hmm. or was it like one day everybody come in and showcase what they had? Oh, the one at Bowie or when I was younger? Um, the one at Bowie. Bowie. It was, a, uh, it was an ongoing. So, I would say like, say like December we applied by February. We did like the mock. We did a uh, round two um, okay. pitch. So we did. It was like it was like fifteen students that pitched, and then you had to get drafted. So then they did like a top five. So I had to okay. do that, and then the top five was the final one that happened in like May. Um, so it was a couple steps, and they actually they helped us uh, develop our business plan, create our pitch PowerPoint, get mentorship from you know entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and things like that, get our finances right. Um, so it was definitely a process, but. Um, yeah, but then there was like a one-day pitch competition. We had like five students that did the pitch, and it was kind of, after that, it kind of just ended. Okay, mm -hmm. that's good, though. I read, yeah. um, I actually read something. I don't know how true it is, but a lot of businesses, 
don't profit in like their first year. Yeah. So really first five. First really five. Like, it'd be like first three to five years you yeah. don't profit. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess it costs money to make money, right? <laughs> it really do. So yeah. yeah, I know that money helped you out a lot, like mm -hmm. jump start well not jump starting, but like you said, snowballing your business and mm -hmm. being able to expand. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think what really set me apart is just I've been doing it for so long. I started exclusive kicks <laughs> in 2017 mm -hmm. i did the pitch competition in 2022 so just you know let's just goes to show like you really gotta stay consistent um over the past few years i was just keep hustling grinding growing you know i was already profiting making money mm -hmm. um but then i just showed that you know the buoy and just showed them that i did it i already had my llc you know just really showing that you and investors want to see that you put money into your own business you can't yeah. be asked for money you ain't put no money in yourself exactly you know what i mean so i already put thousands of dollars into my business so they seen that and i was serious and i go to a lot of pop-up events i do a lot of stuff um and that kind of just helped me a little more leverage over the competitors that's good mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah. so entrepreneurship obviously comes with a lot of ups and downs right mm -hmm. a lot of trials and errors so what advice would you give to somebody who maybe just started their business, right? Okay. And it's not getting as much traffic or as much traction as they would have liked. Um, and they're kind of just like, you know, I'm over this. I It's clearly not for me. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to somebody like that? Mm. One, stay consistent. But two, you got to self-reflect and really reevaluate your business. Every year I... I say every year, maybe twice a year, I redo my business plan. Because mm. if something's not working for, you know, a couple months, couple years, you might, you, you can't always say, oh, ain't nobody messing with me, I'm going to stop. No, take the time, take your time, go back, reevaluate, what am I doing that's working, what am I doing that's not working, um, and really go from there. You know, all this is trial and error yeah. until you find what, what worked, you know what I mean? So that's, that's one piece of advice I can give you. Um, and look, seek for mentorship, mm. you know, get out. Go to events, you know, now and day, everybody want to stay on social media and think that's kind of the only avenue to grow yeah. your business. It's, it definitely helps, but me personally, I like to get out in the field and meet people in person and that, you know, face-to-face -face connection. I definitely say that can definitely help because um, a lot of people out there, you never know who you're going to meet who might be able to give you some advice or invest in your business or you might want to find a partnership. That's mm -hmm. another thing too, partnership, collaboration, def help. Um, and really just believe in your idea. And it's not gonna happen overnight, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. it's probably so much more I'd probably say, but right. those are the ones. <laughs> Consistency, though, for sure. People, they don't get what they want in a year and they stop. You gotta keep. Some things take years, years yeah. to to really hit, and that's that's what you know make people different. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, that reminds me. Um, black. It's a actress in Black Panther. She was like, I think she's like 70, 80, like one of her first major roles. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, dang, if she can wait that dang, long, for real? she can wait that long for her moments. Like yeah, you got to just keep going. Yeah. And I like what you said about like redoing your business plan, mm -hmm. reevaluating like what's working and what's not working because that can go for any business. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be like if you simply just selling something, mm -hmm. it could be for like, you know, podcasts, yeah. it could be for music, it could be for is, anything. I, I, I consider all that business. I consider all that entrepreneurship. You know, like you said, whether you're podcast, you're an artist, everything business. Business is universal. You know what I mean? I, I feel like everyone should just go with life with a business mindset. You know, I, it's definitely universal. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I went to an um, event yesterday, and I was I was trying to network. Um, okay. I didn't pass out as many business cards as I like to, right? Okay. But I still I still made the connections, sure. um, followed people, mm -hmm. um, just got to see people's faces, got mm -hmm. them to see my face. Yeah. So it was good. It worked out in the end. And okay. I 
definitely learned a lot yesterday. Okay, yeah, nah, that's how you're supposed to do it, man. You got to get out. It's nervous, nerve-wracking. Yeah. <laughs> but networking is a skill that I'm still working on. But, man, when I tell you the amount of people, businesses, I've, clients I've met, you know, just to be showing up, and it'd be the times you don't want to go. Right. <laughs> Those be the times where you like, dang, I, I enjoyed it. So I always try to go and get out. At least, if not once a week, a couple times a month, I try to get out, you know, and just meet people. Yeah, sure. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna start doing that too. Mm -hmm. Cause social, like you said, social media is cool and everything, but it's it's something about that in person, face to face eye contact, you can feel that energy. Yeah. You know, what I mean, and then being in a room of like minded individuals and yeah, just feeding off each other, it's, it's a different vibe. You know, definitely. Yeah. So, what are you working on right now? Whether that's um, expanding on your current business or. Um, you said you were working on a music label. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, what are you working on right now? Okay, yeah. Like I said, I work on a lot of different things. But yeah. I say mainly um, getting my foundation right. Like, I just graduated college. I'm working full-time now. Um, getting my foundation right. Make sure I have enough savings um, so I can move out in the next year or so. Um, and then once that's cool, really just as far as business-wise, um, school of kicks. You know, I've been doing that for so long. Cause I can yeah. kind of do it in my sleep, I guess you could say. I kind of know it. I invest a lot of money into it. So that's kind of on autopilot right now. That's cool. I'm really trying to focus more on, like I said, the Eno Entertainment and my youth programs. Um, so next step, I'm really trying to build this Eno Entertainment up with my friends. Uh, like we travel a lot. We go to different studios. Like I just came back from Atlanta. Cool. And we did a lot of networking, getting content. And we were just trying to build the brand up. Because um, we're still fresh. Um, you know, with the with the with the you know entertainment, we did a pitch competition at Bowie too earlier this year, okay. and we won like crowd favorite. So we got a little funding investment. So I, I know how to get some money for the business. Yeah, right? I see. I know, how to, I know how to get a little bread. You yeah. Feel me? So like I said, really just trying to build that that um, authenticity and that recognition first locally in the area, because um, we have some good talent on the team. I have my man Smooth. He's our artist um, and uh, one of the creative directors. Mm. Uh, my man Jake Cleasy. He's a producer. He worked with a lot of uh, local artists, like uh, Three Old Black, okay. Blue, Little Dude, you know, things like that. And then I have my man's Big Raw. Um, that's he's really what really been sparking the, you know, just the ideas and getting the fuel running because he was nominated for a Grammy earlier this year. Wow. Um, he worked with like Erna Boy, Jasmine Sullivan. He's been working with a lot of cool artists. That's and fire. Seeing your friend that you like, and all my friends, I grew up with them since pre-K. So like, just seeing all of them do what they do and excelling they feel it be motivating me even more it's like we can do this like you know what i mean let's put the work in um so like that's really next step building our authenticity building our brand and then of course we want to sign you know our first artist i would say maybe in the next couple of years um out of here out the dmv area we, we've been looking at a couple um we're really trying to do that because the dmv has a lot of good music scenes a lot of good talent out here yes. besides the trap crap like the trap stuff <laughs> cool I, I love, trust me i like i like the trap and the dmv music scene i love the dmv music but uh -huh. i feel like we can definitely do more and um it's a lot of talent and we can go further so we kind of want to emphasize that and share more light to it yeah. and just be more positive and uplifting and yes. so that we can collaborate you know what i mean and build together versus everything being so individual you know collaboration is huge man collaboration is huge yeah so. I, I feel like specifically in the dmv we try to do things like by ourselves because yeah. we feel like it's like a crabs in a barrel men mentality. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. if you don't, if you get out, I'm getting out. Or if you, yeah, you can't make it without me. Yeah, it's like you that. No, it's like it's plenty of money for everybody. Let's all eat. You know what I mean? So just working on that, um, and just you know, just trying to stay positive, keep you know mental health good, and just stay healthy, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. um, that's something I try to emphasize, like with my brand as well as positivity, because. Mm -hmm. 
we know it's it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff going on in the DMV. Like yeah. shootings, people getting robbed. It's, yeah. it's a lot. So to have like a positive platform mm-hmm. that only focuses on positivity mm-hmm. and people's like aspirations, stuff they want to do. Yeah. That's like that's major for me because it can really like it can take you to a dark place if you focus on it, it too really long. Is. I know. So um yeah, that's major for me. But no, I agree. I got a tattoo on me. Think positive right here. Yeah. So it's remind me like how you think really affect your everyday lifestyle you know i know people that just wake up grumpy and it's just like <laughs> i don't want that energy man. Right. i'm trying to be happy nobody want to live their life being down and stuff of course you gonna have them time but you gotta bounce back quick right you know mm-hmm. yeah you can't sit there for too long exactly yeah i can't i can't wait to see what you guys do like one thing i've noticed like not only from social media but like from this conversation alone it's like mm-hmm. you're very big on self-improvement yeah. and just always elevate and not staying somewhere too long so I have no doubt that you're gonna be doing some big things. Appreciate you're already you. doing amazing things. Appreciate so you, appreciate you. it's love really that. inspiring to see. Appreciate it. you too, right? You too. I love seeing people hustling and put it. But I love people. A lot of people talk, but I like seeing people do it. Like yeah. you know, what I mean, you doing it. All that talking stuff be talk is cheap. You know, I right. like seeing you doing it and put the work in. That's what that's what I love and like if you whatever you need, just let me know. You know what I mean? Definitely, sure. vice versa. Yeah, yeah I, I did a lot of talking before mm-hmm. I actually like okay. sat down and started. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, do I want to do it? Maybe. All right, let's just do it and yeah. see how it go. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, it's not. It's never as bad as you think it is. You know in your what I mean? Mind. It's, it's not that bad. Yeah. Just gotta do it. Well, I appreciate you coming on today, For taking sure. the time out to come and talk with me. Allow me to pick your brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, thank you guys for tuning into In a Perfect World. Again, my name is Carmen Renee. I'm here with Jonathan, and yes, we'll sir. see you next time. Appreciate you.